This is Cordis. This is Nick. This is Kyle. This is John. This is Zach. And you're listening to Geektopia. Nick, you said you didn't like Captain Cold? No. Why? I just don't think I like the actor. And I think the character, he has a gun. And... And it's Captain Cold. But what makes him special? How hasn't the Flash locked this guy up yeah, like exactly. 15 times? I feel like I get it, he has a cold gun, but I, I agree uh, with Nick right, on this. Alright, so you guys are actually missing the whole Flash rogue gallery uh, thing. Well, yes. The whole point about Flash and his rogue gallery is that they're all very defeatable characters, and he knows who all of them are, he knows where they hang out, and it's just like you saw on the show where he kind of has this agreement with them, look, as long as you don't cross this line... Do what you're going to do. But they always stopping. cross the line. <laughs> and then he always stops them. Like, if you notice in uh, some of like, the animated movies that they do, uh, I forget which one in particular it is, but he actually stops by the bar in which all of his rogues gallery hangs out, mm-hmm. and he sits and talks yeah, to them. Yeah, it's like the rogues he, bar. Yeah, yeah that because... was the Justice League TV show. Well, that was the Flash Day episode where they just could not believe it was uh, actually Adam Smasher and Batman were with Flash. Uh, they could not believe a Flash had his own parade, had his own holiday, and the rogues gallery were trying to sabotage it. Trickster just was like, oh, sure, yeah, I'll go bring myself to jail. Okay, Flash. Yeah, he got me again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went to go, Flash went to the bar to talk to him and talked to the Trickster into just turning himself in <clears> just <throat> to make it easier on him. I, and I, this is, those are Flash's rogues, is that they're all very defeatable characters, and that's always been his thing, was you. it's hard to give him like many really evil menacing murdering characters because he's the flash and I think unlike superman and batman and other characters where they have these big crippling weaknesses the thing about when they wrote the flash is i feel like they didn't really give him any big crippling weaknesses other than like his own lack of faith in his own abilities. No, his weakness is established this episode at the very end. He, the reason why he never beats Captain Cold, the reason why he doesn't, uh, well, actually, it's only Captain Cold right now. He says it himself at the end of the episode. I can see some good in you, Snart. Like, he wants to believe that Snart's going to turn around, that Snart's going to follow his code. So he doesn't go all out on him. He does not because he thinks Snart's, he can do more good than he can bad. So he's always going to try and have that happen first. He's not going to go all out. He's going to hope that Snart changes or realizes that he's doing bad. And that's why Barry can't beat him. Because yes, Snart does not feel the same way. Snart knows he can beat Barry for the same reason Barry can't beat him. I still I just don't understand why like he won't even at least take the cold gun away. He has. So the cold gun, they did but take I, but away. The, Captain Cold's been like a bad guy like six or seven times in right. two seasons. But after he the, gets away every friggin' right. time. After the first time with the cold gun. acting all sinister like he's this big threat. I mean, know, okay, just... wait, wait, wait. You could say that literally with the Joker in anything ever. Or yeah, but that's not a TV book. show. A TV show is different than a comic book. Comic when you only have hundreds of issues. Episodes. But when you're on the, sea, when you're when you're on the public... same C-lister over and over again, it gets old. But he's not a C-lister in the realm of Flash. You have to understand that the rogues get gallery are the the entire rogues gallery represents his a-list criminal in the world of flash jail because of because the flash always finds he always sees the redeemable qualities in these guys you have to understand that all of his rogues gallery criminals other than grod they're basically petty criminals Mm -hmm. they're always doing things that are kind of petty and reverse flash and reverse flash yes which they'd already established so now they're Mm -hmm. focusing on kind of his less 
super maniacal homicidal villains and they're like look you need somebody to get him through the day to day so on the day to day this is what he runs around the city doing is killing not killing but capturing you know his rogues gallery you know until the next major threat shows up which we will get at some point i'm sure on the show with zoom and you still have grod that is going to be lurking around and from everything i've heard will be in this season again you will get grod you know i think captain cold is kind of a waste. I think he's such an unlikable character and an unlikable villain, and he's not menacing enough. And I mean, with the cold gun, he could have defeated him last season like three or four times, especially that time with Heat Wave. Not Heat Wave, um. Yes. Yeah, heat, heat Wave, wave yeah. Heat Wave. Which, um, again, these are his rogues, though. These are his rogues. You know what I mean? It, it, this is like you're harping on the fact that he has rogues, unlike Arrow. Like, if you looked at the Green Arrow comic books, yeah, go ahead. He actually takes care of threats. He doesn't just. But that's the difference. But it's a difference in there. When they start killing people but again. That's but that's difference a difference in, in the yeah. And sorry. Well, it's the Flash is stupid. Then I, that's a stupid mentality for a superhero to have. But like, that's his weakness. You're bad. You might have some good in you, but I'm just gonna let you go and stop you every time. Yeah, because that's his. That's Arrow's. Really that's his flaw. Well, he also has a thing working against him that Snart has that program that's gonna upload Barry's identity mm-hmm. to the entire world. Uh, so he's got that going against him. To you know, I don't know how that's gonna work while <laughs> Snart's in jail. And it's like he's the Flash too. So it's like, what does it matter? It's the only, and I agree with you mostly, John, on like every point you said, but I think what makes Arrow and Flash different is Arrow chose to be this individual. And he's trying to Flash change himself. Flash didn't. Mm-hmm. So yes. Flash was kind of like this, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to say cocky kid, he was just kind of like this everyday boy next door who got these, this ability. So I want to move past like that part of a rose gallery real quick. If you don't Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to talk... A little bit about how they surprised me a lot with this episode. The entire episode, I was like, sitting there, what is Golden Glider and Captain Cold planning behind the back? Uh-huh. Like, they've got to have some ulterior motive. Like, Glider's in Star Labs, uh, Cold's off doing his thing. Like, there's, they're pulling one <coughs> over on Flash team somehow. Yeah. And I was really impressed with the fact that they didn't. <laughs> I was like, oh, they had no greater plan. Yeah, but I think that That's it was nice necessary because at some point you had to make Captain Cold turn over to like a semi-good side because right. he is a member of the Legends of Tomorrow. So that means that at some point before their mid-season hiatus, he has to start to make the turn. He has to go to, to at least neutral. Yeah, he has to. And I think that this episode was exactly that. This is the way in which you establish that Arrow no- or Flash notices, hey, you know what? You're really not that bad. Like, you just have had a really rough, like, beginning to life, and I can see where this is, excuse me, how you're going to act out, and, you know, now that you see, hey, look, like, I'm I'm not going to just, like, throw you in jail every time, you know, like, there is some, I'm willing to have some leeway on what I'll allow you to get away with, even when he's interacting with his father, and his father just wants to kill everybody, you can see Snart being like, uh, we don't really need to kill everybody, like, there's ways around this without causing all this wanton destruction that's not necessary to get what I want. And I think that that's where he's already establishing that understanding with Flash, where as long as I don't break those rules, like, he's going to stay out of my hair, and he'll leave it to the regular cops. Well, Captain Cold always has been kind of like, he just really wanted to take down the Flash in order to kind of do whatever he wanted to do. He's like hunting for sport. Yeah, that's why he didn't steal all those cars last season with Heat Wave, because he just wanted to catch the Flash. I think the the really problem I have is with the actor. And I, I, I'm not saying the See, way it's I written like is wrong. It's different. I think it's different strokes, different tastes. I don't even... No, I agree with that. <coughs> That's why. I, I like what Wick Miller. I don't think I have a problem with him. He does have that kind of what I always find to be a 
cheesy type of uh, mustache twirling a little delivery. bit. Delivery, yeah, yeah, delivery and syntax, and it's kind of like I like that in in Captain Cold because he's one of his like less. Um, I don't know. He's just like less of an evil character, and I and I just like that in him. Where versus like you got the the reverse Flash, which is just like pure evil, and just he bleeds that in every word and in every scene. Where Captain Cold's just kind of a little less serious in that effect, which is why he doesn't sound so menacing. Because he's not. He he just he isn't, and that's okay with me. Yeah, that's why Flash treats him with kid gloves because he's like, look, dude. He's like, honestly, like it. I I don't. It's not necessary for me to really use the full extent of my power on you on the regular basis. You're literally just like a little kid acting out for attention, and that's really how he treats most of his rogues galleries. That they're just acting out for attention, and it gives Flash something to do all day long while he's waiting for the Justice League to be like, hey, yo, we need you. Just give Cisco the cold gun. <laughs> Speaking of uh, it's, it so, is Cisco's cold gun. I, I know. <laughs> I know. Cisco could build a new one if he wanted Speaking of Cisco, I'm really shocked they didn't have Cisco and Jay have a little bit of bonding this week with building the uh, thing to channel the portal, mm-hmm. the speed cannon. Mm-hmm. How did Cisco, like, they just left Jay alone now. We had to do that all week. Mm-hmm. Jay's, well, Jay's a scientist. He's, he's, he's a, a physicist, but you couldn't have a little bit of help. Like, Cisco did. didn't want to know yeah, a little bit. Caitlin was his help. Caitlin was his help. Well, she's, well, she's more biology. As soon as Caitlin's in, like, her tech. Help, like, but it, an extra set of hands versus being an actual, like, in the same field of science, yeah. I think, means very little at that point when they're smart enough to be like, hey, can you put I that I feel there? like when you're building a dis- dimensional transport, a biologist <laughs> isn't that helpful. Like, except you for, saying, you know, how you do s- I not get ripped apart going through this? Are you <laughs> saying that Cisco doesn't use Caitlin for, sn- or, or for like, help at any point ever? Because I, well, I... Yeah, no, he does. Like, but he does like, need her, but... Thing. It's the same type of thing, where it's like, I need an extra set of hands. He even said it. He I was feel like, like Cisco would be much more of use in that situation. Yeah, Cisco also has other Caitlin things that he's be. doing at that time. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, Cisco has other other... Mm-hmm. Focuses and he's. I think you can't. You Maybe can't. Supervillains. Yeah, you can't lay too much on Cisco's feet at this time. He like he's already being pulled in so many directions on the show right. that yeah. the show is about Flash. It's not about Cisco yet. Sure <laughs> about Cisco. Well, I like him. A let's lot. be honest. Caitlin. Caitlin is the weakest of the core team. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. actress is bad too. I don't like her. Uh, very uh, whiny and wooden. Yeah, I mean, she's going away. I have a feeling that she's going to be one of the casualties of this season. Yeah, well, she'll she will reemerge either Come as back, as yes. Killer Frost or well, they released just... a picture earlier this week um, of Killer Frost. It was just a screen grab from yeah. last from, from last, last season. season. Oh, I thought it was like a new thing. Okay, but uh, like I was kind of not upset, but sh- surprised. I thought that they were going to have a seasonal transformation for Cisco, and that Cisco was going to use his vibe powers to channel the portal. For Barry, I didn't think they'd end up actually building something to do it. See, well, I, the world, I was going to say, there's nothing to say that that doesn't yeah. end up having to be the case because there's still they already waffled on Jay going back, which means it could stay open. At some point, we have somebody else who's coming through that portal. So who's to say that Jay? You know, is there's plenty of opportunity for that portal to get destroyed and Cisco to be the person who has to keep it open right. or reopen? I would bring up this point, uh, mind you, that Cisco in the comic books. Uh, I think Amanda Waller says it at some point that. Cisco is one of, or well, Vibe is the one of the most uh, coveted assets to the U.S. government because he is one of the few superhumans that they know on record that can actually stop the Flash. Mm. So it's not crazy to say that at the end of the season, in order to stop Zoom, that uh, 
you know, Cisco has to take full advantage of his powers and learn how to harness them and uses that in that respect. Yeah, and we also saw pretty early on in this season when he was talking to Stein that he was trying to keep it a secret until he figured out how to, you know, how to fix it, how to use it, how to harness it, and he said, don't tell anybody, which you know means that, you know, closer to the end of this season, that is definitely going to crop back up in some way, shape, or form. You know, they dangled that carrot specifically so that it can be brought up later on. I can see it now. It's going to be like one of the last episodes, and Flash is going to be fighting Zoom, and there's going to be something about the portal. Flash goes down, and, uh, you know, Stein basically is urging Cisco, saying, you can do it, and I can believe in you, and he, you know, tells him what he needs to do, and then, voila, Cisco does it, everybody's surprised, cue, end of episode, and then... You We're know, into next online season. Twitter freakout. You do a flash theme. <laughs> so there is one other thing I want to harp on, and I want to get your thoughts on. Is Earth two Wells Harrison Wells? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was. Yeah. That was other dimensional what, Harrison Wells. What's his motive? What is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? He's still a bad guy. But now we're going to know that this Harrison Wells. No, here's the thing: is like I think that when people say Harrison Wells, they mean Eobard Thorn. Yeah, yes. exactly. Is that Eobard Thorn or Thorn was? Harrison Wells in season one. That right. wasn't Harrison Wells. We saw who Harrison Wells was before you know he had his life and before he was murdered. So it's not the same type of you know it's it's completely plausible that this other universe Harrison Wells is actually maniacally evil. Right. And that you know our current Earth One that Harrison Wells is fine. So it could be something like that. Mm. Um, it could be. You know, he could be a different type. He could actually have a different power. Who knows? You know, it'll be exciting to see. I feel like it's too soon to tell. Like, uh, I feel like it would be kind of lame if they just have him be the bad guy two times in a row. Like, it just seems... Repetitive? Yeah. Like, they just did this. Why would they do that again? Yeah, I think we're going to throw a red herring out. I think we're going to want everyone to think he's bad. And I think we're going to uh, have maybe one or two episode arc of them getting over the fact that this Harrison Wells isn't the same one that they had. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to have something behind the scenes with uh, Jay and this Harrison. I think they're going to know each other. I think they're going to have worked together on Earth too. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think there's a reason Jay was a little hesitant to go back in right away besides Caitlin. Like, I think like Jay showed some kind of a, oh, well, maybe I don't need to go back right now. Uh, it was almost like he was waiting for something. I don't know if he was waiting for something as much as it was honestly kind of like it's by him going back now at this point there's not much he can do and he knows that he doesn't have his powers anymore so him going back is really going back to a life life that of just being normal which is something he's not used to so I think you know for him it was like the choice of go back and have to adjust to being normal which is probably in a for all intents and purposes, set him into a little bit of a depression. Well, it's just it's start a new life, essentially. He's got to go back to his old world and start a new life without all of the things in his powers that he's used to having. Or he could stay here for a little while longer and stay with Caitlyn, who he's clearly getting along with, who reminds him of somebody that he's already lost. And he's get, it's like, he's, i got to start a new life anyway, so why not start a new one here? Not to mention that they're like making jokes, I feel like, at this point of like how... like freakishly into him she is like it was yeah. it was almost creepy that first episode with him yeah. like mm. now, is it i did a thorough test of everything like oh 
hey, I don't think I needed that image. Hey, remember <laughs> six months ago when your husband died? Yeah. And, hey, remember <laughs> and how... now you're probing the Flash? Like... <laughs> and remember how this guy came from another universe from the same thing that supposedly killed Yeah, your right? <laughs> Maybe your husband's... Uh, she got over Firestorm pretty quickly, yeah. Actually, no, what's in DC Comics, as I recall, Jay Garrick's actually... Yay. So no. Want, no, is that a new? Thing? No, no, that's um, no. I'm you're sorry, thinking of the uh, new 52s version of um, Green Lantern. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. Oh, Alan, oh. Scott. Alan yeah, Scott. Yeah, Alan Scott, right, right. who is okay. So then we do that. No, the only thing with Jay Garrick in uh, New 52 is he has a horrible costume. Uh, no, he's got oh, this well, really bad okay. Not only uh, that, but costume. he's not the Jay Garrick that we're used to. Jay yeah. Garrick in the New 52 on Earth 2 is, is kid, basically right? Wally West. Is who he, he's got? He's Jay Garrick, but he acts like the Wally West. He's like a teenage kid who gets super speed blessed on him by Hermes, and he is, again, the reluctant hero where he loves having super speed and the fame that comes with it, but gets overwhelmed with the amount of people that are constantly asking for his help and telling him, well, dude, you're the Flash, you can help me. Mm-hmm. So he like has like a nervous breakdown and kind of goes into depression because he can't help everybody and doesn't want to and just wants to enjoy being fast and kind of being a teenager and they don't let him right but uh i think that's it for this week on flash i mean at this point we're just gonna end up getting to a flash comic podcast which Which i won't be any good at (laughs) Um, i mean Um, it's always important to reference the comic books because it does give hints and clues into the direction in which you know, the show is going to yeah. I mean, they're still pulling from the source material in right. some way, shape, or form, you know? Mm-hmm. DC needs a Marvel Unlimited. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I haven't gotten on that yet. Yeah, but when it comes to Flash, that would actually just be... That that would confuse people so much, because you have so much time travel involved with the Flash storyline. Yeah. Like, the record, you're going to have to tell me where to start. Uh, what they need to do is release a new Omnibus. Just a new Omnibus for the Flash. But you, again, you can't, because you have yeah. so many storylines that have been cut off that no longer are canon but were canon for a long time and then there's some that they're bringing back as being canon that weren't canon like that's kind of where you have to separate like even the same thing with Marvel you have to kind of like pick a spot like six months ago or where the beginning of the new 52 and the beginning of the most recent Marvel kind of shake up and say that like there's the old and then there's wherever the new storyline is and he's got to step away from both I was say, actually I think you know while why we're still on the topic of Flash I read somewhere this week that uh, Robbie Amell is coming um, back. Yeah, he said that uh, he's not out of the show completely. That's not, you know, uh, don't rule out that he will be back in some form or another. Um, You know, he didn't say whether it was going to be as. uh, The Darkest Night Firestorm. Um, So, Kyle, please go on. Mm -hmm. Now that you've. Whispered. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, he'll come back as the Darkest Night Firestorm. It's either him or Stein's going in that direction. What's and the it, Darkest Night Firestorm? Well, all right, so if you want, read the the comic book series Blackest Night, so in that series they have like a bunch of dead superheroes that come back as zombie versions of themselves. And in that comic book, there was a firestorm that it comes back, and it is happened to be the same exact, you know character that comes back and he's a little bit deranged there's only one person who inhabits him he's super violent super deranged and his main purpose is to drive the current two firestorms crazy and have them kill everybody for him so let me pose this theory real quick you have the singularity that both eddie and robbie were uh sucked into it's if you want Blackest Night Firestorm, it's very easy to say the same thing that warped Eddie to c- become Zoom. It is. Going to and warp I, it's going okay. to become Blackest So this Night. is where I thought I got... This is where the idea came from, is that Zoom in every incarnation we've seen him on the show so far, he's always had this blue, kind of dark blue 
um, image to him. Now, if you notice that when Stein started going crazy and having his freakout moment, eyes went all white, hair, you know, his flame on turned blue, it was the same kind of color scheme and, and tone that you saw with Zoom. That's and just it, heat. It is, you can say it's just heat, but I think that it was just too too similar of a, of a situation in which you have both of these guys that are coming back through this thing and they're exhibiting this kind of blue blue hue that it would merely make sense to counteract and have continually having these characters that will come through with this blue kind of um, gated, I don't know what you want to call it, like people who are trapped in this gate. So it's very possible that, Jay, same thing, Garrick's going to end up in there and he's going to come back with his powers, but he's going to be like a demented version of himself as well. You know, it's. I just think that there's uh, some similarities in color that you have going on there, and they're kind of contrasting with the red that you've already seen with everybody else on kind of Team Arrow. It just seemed weird that they were in the same kind of color scheme. I don't know if that scheme. will happen with Jay Garrick. I could see at the end is just like the what we'd expect it to be is that Jay Garrick or they defeat Zoom, Jay gets his power back, and then Jay goes home. I mean, that's probably what's actually going to happen. Like, let's I mean, be honest. It could. <laughs> In some form or another, it's going to lead to Jay getting his power back and then Jay going home. Because mm-hmm. unless they're going to keep him there for the rest of the show, yeah. you have to close the loop there. So it's just only a matter of when. Yeah, I feel like he's just going to be like this kind of uh, like occasional team-up guy who'll show up three or four episodes every season. And yeah, I, I think... There'll be some kind of... I could see cross-dimensional storyline. I, I was gonna say I could see Stein taking over as the uh, mentor from now on mm-hmm. after this season and have it just like run that way for mm-hmm. you know, how many other seasons it's gonna stay on. Mm-hmm. I could listen to Victor Garber talk for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Victor Garber is actually he's a yeah, he was like a pretty good actor for CW. All right, so I'm going to cut this here and we're going to talk about this next week because I think after next week's episode we'll have a much clearer direction as to. If that's a possibility with Firestorm, yeah. or if they're just going to one-off explain it as he's been separated for too far, uh, we'll come back there, and I'm actually going to cut it here. We're going to do a separate podcast itself for Arrow, I think, this week.